Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Bienvenue! Oh, a shutdown full cast. The 40 for 40 podcast recorded in preview for every single bowl game. Uh, I'm Spencer Hall. Joining me, as always, uh, Ryan Nanny. Say hi. Why would you use French? Like, the name of the stadium for this game is literally Aloha Stadium. It was right right there. It was right fucking there. You're so bad at this. And I say this as someone who's very bad at his job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jason Kirk, college football editor. Uh, how about you say, um, as the Hawaiians would say, Konichiwa. God. God. Mele Kamiki Maka. <laughs> At least he's trying. Jason is the only good person on this podcast. Who? That is a. Mm. Oh, it's it's it's, it's a low face. it's a low bar. I assure you. There's 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 one other good person or magical creature. Uh, that would be the dragon herself, Holly. It'd actually be Bienvenue O shutdown full cast because there is nothing feminine about this show. Have you heard my voice? Women mm-hmm. would know better than this show. We get when we send out a call for listener tweets, we get like one or two women per show. Women okay. in quotes. Sure. People people with female avatars. Sports media. It's definitely getting better. We definitely get questions from women and men in the same avatar. like oh hello couple i'm glad you had a question my wife and i were just wondering about brady hoke (laughs) our family has some thoughts lives into your shitty opinions like it's a whole damn christmas card like from from the parkers a question about will must i hope that's how i hope that's that's yeah. how those people also call into drive time radio where they're like, yeah, I got a question about the Eagles. Hold on. Let me get my wife. Doris. 
Doris, I want to talk about Carson Wentz. Get in here. You need to stand here while Just I talk stand about here. Carson Wentz. I want to call Carson Wentz a coward. I do enjoy this, though, that I've gotten two responses on that when you talk to somebody about having their lady and their Abby on Twitter or on social media. And it's never the honest answer because the honest answer is, yeah, I want everybody to know that, like, I'm taken and I'm viable. The two answers I get are, well, I thought it was the best picture of me I had. Like, mm, why would you think that? Why, why would you think that? Also, more importantly, is that the best available picture of your lady? Because if it's not, she will find you. It never is. It never is. No, never. it never is. Because she's standing next to you, and that shit reflects. <laughs> but I'm wearing my nicest hat. Yeah, the, the, uh, mm-hmm. the, the other answer is, the other answer is, well, I look, you know, we look really happy in that picture. Like, generally, if you look at it, you're like, mm, one of you looks happy. <laughs> you seem pretty happy. She seems a little hesitant about this whole experience. But anyway, let's answer questions about the Hawaii Bowl from registered sex havers and non-registered sex That's havers. Yes. No, we're here to we're here to give answers. We're here we're to actually, take we're we're going to take rhetorical questions. Mm-hmm. From yeah. what do you think would happen if we asked our collective followers to submit rhetorical questions? It'd be about Brady. That's Hope. not a rhetorical question. Jeez. Mm. Well, I I assume any question you email Spencer is rhetorical because it will not go answered. Correct. Correct. Uh, um, I, I, can I start with a question that I think will be fun for everyone on this podcast? That rhetorical? Yeah. Uh, so from 2013, one of the teams in this game, we should probably start out with that Hawaii versus middle Tennessee state. I want to talk about middle Tennessee state because Tony uh, Franklin in the Hawaii bowl. Yeah. Uh, Rick Stockstill done a pretty, a pretty solid job with the blue Raiders from 2013 to, through this year. He's led them to a record of 29 and 21. Um, Spencer, just out of curiosity, what do you think Tennessee's record is in that same time period? Why, why are you going to do this? Just just a- answer the question. I bet it's great. I bet, it's, I bet they're 29 and 21. They are. Holly, I know you're mad right now, but I'm going to ask you the same question, a similar question. What do you think Florida's record is from 2013 to 2016? This is fair. Team that lost to Tennessee, that also lost to Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. That team. Yeah. Oh. Twenty-nine and twenty-one. Twinsies, the kind we're, that don't look alike. Luckily for me, we're all just as good as MTSU. We're all the same trash can called ideology. <laughs> Oh, thank you. Thanks. I, yeah, I just started off completely depressed. That's great. <laughs> I'm so glad we've taken this bowl set in paradise on Christmas Eve and destroyed it already. Thank you, Ryan. Okay, here I'll make I'll make it up to both of you because this bowl you, has man? this bowl has the best promo I've ever seen it for You're any. Not making it up to us because we're continuing to talk about the Hawaii Bowl. Mm-hmm. We're only going to kind of talk about the Hawaii Bowl. Uh, there's a promo for this game that if two touchdowns are scored, just total between both teams, doesn't matter how, doesn't have to be special teams, whatever, you get two free tacos from Jack in the Box the next day. Do they know that Tony Franklin is on one of these sidelines? <laughs> 
I think this is just proof of how how eager Jack in the Box is to get rid of tacos. Yeah, they got to move inventory or something? Are they doing the clearance? (laughs) I think the inspectors are coming to... I think this means, yeah, the health inspector's coming two days after the Hawaii Bowl, and that's why this promo exists. Girl, we bought this whole ship full of taco meat from the Philippines. Here at, here at Jack in the Box, we don't make money off uh, off, off revenue. We make it off factory incentives. As you can see, no wildly out of date taco meat here. Let me let me give you the final score for the game that you really like. If you're like, okay, man, what do I need to know about Middle Tennessee this year? You need to know this: that Middle Tennessee. Uh, managed to beat Florida Atlantic. That's right, the pre-Kiffin greatness, Florida Atlantic Owls, by a score of 77 to 56. So there's going to be some tacos. That's yeah. just my guess. You're right? getting tacos. Yeah. Ryan, I'm talking about Tony Franklin in part because I keep opening up avenues for you as a Stanford fan to talk about how Tony Franklin left Cal for Middle Tennessee State. We're talking about bowl teams, so I don't know why we'd bring up Cal. Ow. Yeah. By the way, if you um, if you saw Hawaii on TV this year in a, in a late night game, you're, you're lying. Or you lived in Hawaii. Or you lived in Hawaii. Or <clears throat> or you watched it on Periscope because a father and son. From starting about the third game on when their TV deal, I believe, fell through, OC Sports, home of Robert Kakaula and the outstanding Hawaii Homer broadcast team, their their deal fell apart like two or three games in the season, I believe. So there was no Hawaii on late night. Typically, that's the capper. That's the game you watch with your, like one eye open. And the only way you could watch it was by actually watching it on Periscope, where the players were like, sometimes they held the phone the wrong way. Sometimes the players were all the way at the other side of the field, so they were just little specks. You kind of had to infer what I'm was going on. One of these people, it's a father-son tag team that brought us Hawaii football for three quarters of a full season via their phones. Yeah, no, these people are heroes. I'm not making fun of them. It was great work. Why didn't, a, we, why didn't we buy the rights to this and send Godfrey and Bill out and just be like, yeah, you guys are you guys are the new uh, TV team for Hawaii football. Here you go. Go nuts. Well, one, well, one we would have been replacing Robert Kakala, which I will never do. I'm not taking a job away from Big Bob because he'll find me. And when he does, he'll bring that weight down on me, son. He'll call you shit on Twitter. You seen that? You seen his Twitter account? No holds barred over there. The man has takes and he loses them. That's true. Like for at, at great distance from the middle of the Pacific Ocean, he'll burn. Yeah, <laughs> he'll he's bombing you from the other side of the planet. <laughs> um, the other thing is this: I, I don't know if that would be legal. Like we could have just done it. My favorite, of course, who taught, who found that the most degenerate pirate feed seeking people on the planet. That's right, our LSU blog and the Valley. <laughs> The people, the people who find like second division Norwegian football, right? Like, hey, this is the team Mike Leach once coached, right? Yeah, that that's who found that for us and would watch it every. Like, I was like, oh, let's just keep this on the low. Like, maybe this is illegal or something. Hey, and y'all, like, I, ha- I found CCTV of a North Korean foosball game. Here yeah, it is. Absolute. The people who treat the CFL season like it's just football season. Yeah. So thanks. 
thanks to them. This was actually a really good coaching job by Nick Rolovich. They're they're six and seven, which this Hawaii team, oh, they were real bad. They were real, real bad prior to this year. It really shows you how how checked out Norm Chow was. (laughs) Norm Chow ain't give a fuck. I didn't he he's so expressionless anyway, so it was really hard to tell when he checked out. But but it, it happened fast. It happened like day one. Like he walked in and was like, mm, no, no, this ain't happened. Yeah, he's uh, beachside Jim Caldwell, right? Yeah, if you remember too, do you remember how their season started? I'll remind you, Friday, August 26th at 10 p.m. Eastern time, they played in Sydney against the Cal Golden Bears. Hey, uh, and then they traveled to where the next week? I think Ann Arbor was the next stop, right? <laughs> yeah, this was the team that in the first four weeks of the season, they flew enough to circle the globe. Can I tell you all my favorite Norm Chow fact? I would love to hear it. Guess what SEC head coaching job Norm Chow once interviewed for? South Carolina? Just imagine a combination, I mean, just imagine a combination of person and fan base and imagine maybe the most unsettling one and he was offered which SEC head coaching job but opted to stay at USC uh, as an assistant. Oh, wow. So I'm guessing this is like 0304 somewhere in there. Close. Um, Close. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's somewhere in there. The 2002 Kentucky Wildcats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, that could have happened, man. Although, think about this. He was the offensive coordinator at NC State and, and was the coach for Phillip Rivers. And I think if you can communicate clearly with Phillip Rivers in English... <laughs> in a simple and elemental way, get him to perform. You're going to be fine with Kentucky fans. I yeah, you know what? On, on further mental review, I feel like maybe his like taciturn bleakness would have done well in Lexington. Yeah, no, I think it, I think it would have worked. Also, you know, like he he like he's so good at or was so good at one point because it didn't happen in Hawaii. Like, that was the thought, was, oh, we'll get to Hawaii. He knows that culture. He knows how everything works there. It's going to be great. Norm was like, but yeah, I think he would have been fine for a minute at Kentucky unless he, you know, (laughs) just hit hit Lexington and was like, so sleepy, so tired. He's going to turn around. He's going to get the UCLA job and fix it. It's fine. I got to tell you one more thing about this coaching search. Uh, because this was the year, remember, that Kentucky was the last D1 opening. That year they kept turning carousel after carousel. Uh, also interviewed for that job, Jim Donnan. Whoo! Man, that would have been that would have been a steal. What yeah. might have been? Aloha truly means hello and goodbye. 